0: Well, we have a really cool book to talk about in our opening segment today. Uh, this is one we've been looking forward to here. It's called Thinking Inside the Box, Adventures with Crosswords and the Puzzling People Who Can't Live Without Them from author Adrian Rafel. Again, the book Thinking Inside the Box, and we're talking lots of crossword puzzles, things like that. Such an interesting book here. And Adrian, good morning. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Absolutely, and uh, I think this is something that's going that's been going over very well, and um, it's a very interesting piece here, and we're excited to talk with you about it today. You might tell our listeners more about you and your background as we get started.
1: Sure, Yeah. So I'm... Um, a poet and sort of a word nerd, I guess. I've loved word puzzles ever since I was a kid, and doing—I used to do crossword races with my family when we were when I was in high school. And so, you know, I've but but um, so I've just been interested in crosswords for a long time, and then realized, hey, there's you know, millions and millions of people are interested in crosswords. There's gotta be there's something to this.
0: Yeah, it's pretty amazing how obsessed people are with crossword puzzles, and you know, like the New York times, crosswords are kind of the the gold standard of puzzles. So, you know, take us into this book, Thinking Inside the Box, and uh, what it's about, what people can expect to take away.
1: Absolutely. So the book is a mixture of um, a cultural history of the crossword puzzle. So you're going to get anecdotes from when the puzzle started. It's got a birthday, December 21st, 1913, is when the first crossword came about. And so I'm take you through the crossword's whole journey, through crossword craze in the 20s and um, the crossword in World War II and it started in the New York Times and through the present day and into the future. And then um, simultaneously, I braid that um, bigger cultural history with some um, personal first-person reporting, like I sort of take you through how... I try constructing a crossword puzzle, and how difficult, but uh, frustrating and rewarding that is. And I, you know, think about the. Um the crossword puzzle tournaments, like I take the reader to a big crossword puzzle tournament that's usually, not this year, but usually held at the end of March in Stanford, Connecticut, and I go on a crossword cruise at the end of the book. So it's those two things, cultural history of the crossword and a more personal reported journey through the crossword.
0: And I love how you break down how way back in 1913, the crossword was basically invented by accident
1: out of desperation come the best inventions, right? So this um, Arthur Wynn, this editor of the fun section of New York World, it was the Christmas edition of the bigger edition, and he's just sort of tired and fresh out of puzzles. <laughs> he's thinking, oh my God, I need something to fill the pages. And wow, if I print a blank grid, that's awesome. It fills half my page for me. Yes. And so then he prints a blank grid and thinks, what can I do with this okay i'm gonna i like word puzzles i've seen kind of word grids things before i'll put clues in people can fill in the grid uh great i'll call it a word cross puzzle then a few weeks later as a typo and somebody wrote crossword <laughs> and so with these kind of crossed wires the crossword was born <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, anyone who's uh, die hard with crosswords, I'm sure, knows the name Will Shorts. Um, he's the New York Times crossword puzzle editor and uh, is known as the puzzle master on NPR and does some programming Saturday mornings, I believe, with uh, NPR and uh, doing some puzzles on the air with folks that call in. So, you got the chance to meet Will, I understand, and went to his home and office. Can you break down and talk about how that conversation went into your experience meeting Will Shorts?
1: Will Shorts is just the most pleasant guy, so it makes so much sense that he lives in Pleasantville, New York, which is about... 50 minutes, an hour outside of Manhattan, and he constructs, or he, well, no, he he edits the puzzle. Constructors send puzzles to him, and he and his assistants edit the puzzle, but he does it from this kind of puzzle palace. (laughs) I like to think of it in Pleasantville, New York. Um, He's just, he's got every kind of crossword goo-gad you could think of in the world there, you know, a uh, crossword pinball machine, that kind of thing and so and he's got every reference book in the country, in the world so um, so yeah, so it really is I loved visiting in there and he was so generous, he took me through editing a puzzle and it, it was, I love visiting there because it's rare in life for me at least that, you you know, the way that you envision something happening you, like what do you think of when you think of Will Schwartz editing a puzzle? You think of somebody in kind of a crossword puzzle palace editing all these crossword puzzles mm-hmm. that are flying in from submissions across the country. That's what I thought of. And I was exactly right. So I thought, yes, this is exactly how the crossword should be.
0: Adrian, why did you decide to write this book?
1: Well, uh, I realized, you know, millions and millions of people do the crossword. And it's, this, uh, you know, it's the crossword is for everybody across, uh, not to get too deep in the puns, but it gets a, sort of a huge cross section of humanity. And everybody I talk to about crosswords their eyes light up and start talking about their family, their friends. Oh, well, I never do it, but my friend does, and I did and I tried it, and I loved it. Or, oh, I do it every day. It's my ritual. It's the thing that keeps me grounded. It's the thing that X, Y, Z. And so I realized, um, you know, I got something here. And then the crossword community, people who really love crosswords are dedicated to them. I found them so just Warm and wonderful, and such a vibrant, interesting community. So it's two reasons, you know, the well, one reason, the people, and then the two kinds of people: the people who are just really dedicated to spend their whole lives doing crosswords, and the millions of people for whom the crossword is just some kind of anchor in their day to day life. So that's really it. The people got me. I love words, but the people really got me. Kept me stuck with the crossword.
0: Yeah, and I, and I imagine the the crosswords are even more popular right now with everything going on, with folks staying inside things like that
1: crosswords are the perfect thing to do in social distancing because Mm -hmm. you can be socially connected to people through everybody's doing the same crossword so you can be together on the page while being physically safely separate from each other right now but you can be together on the crossword page
0: adrian do you have a website folks can go to if they'd like to look at your work or this book as well do you have a website to pass along
1: I do, absolutely. It's um, Adrian Rafel, so A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E-R-A-P-H-E-L dot com. And you can find information about the book. You can find information about me, other, my writing, and when, when uh, I'll be posting lots of info about virtual events. And then when live events become safe again, I'll be posting there, too. So it's uh, yeah, Rafel dot com.
0: Well, we really appreciate you coming on the program today to talk about this. And uh, bestie, you and your book sales going forward. Have a good day, Adrian.
1: Thank you so much.